Hey, we're talking today about three strategies for qualifying your franchise leads, your franchise candidates. Stick around. This is the Franchise Pitfalls and Profit Show. Each week, we bring you the challenges and triumphs of being in the franchise development and consulting business. The things you need to make money faster. And now your host, one of the most successful franchise developers in North America, Don Shin. Hey, I wanted to talk today about three strategies for qualifying your franchise sales leads. Or in other words, how do you know whether you've got a good, solid franchise candidate or not? So I'm going to give you three things. And I'll tell you the truth. I'm shocked sometimes at how many people in this space, the franchise development reps, uh, emerging brand founders that are trying to sell their for their brands, uh, brokers, uh, consultants. I'm shocked sometimes at how some of the uh, how some of the little things are not being done uh, in this profession, and yet I know that these are simple yet effective, if you will, uh, filters uh, for uh, determining whether you've got a strong, serious, interested candidate or not. I'm not saying you always kick them to the curb, although with regards to one of them, I, I am going to talk a little bit about why. You don't want to spend too much time with one of these, but let's get started on the three. The first one I'm going to talk about is if you're a franchisor, have an application. If you're a consultant, have some form of a questionnaire. I've heard some people say they have a short form, they have a long form. Uh, my preference is that these are reasonably long, um, but not crazy. Uh, the franchisor, uh, one of the franchisors that I had worked with over the years, uh, you know, had like a 17 page application that included, you know, net worth stuff. But honestly, I, I always felt that that was just a little bit too long. Two or three of the pages, all you had to do was say, send me your resume. Two or three of the pages were about work history and stuff. And candidly, we didn't even look at that all that closely. So, have an application, have a questionnaire, because here's the deal. If someone's not willing to spend, let's say, 45 minutes or an hour uh, to stop and, and think about what they're, what they're looking at doing, thinking about your brand, or if you're a consultant, working with you to help match you to a brand or match them to a brand. If they're not willing to invest 45 minutes to an hour, uh, even in the early stages of you talking with them and building a relationship. I mean, come on, how serious of a candidate are they? They're just kicking tires. They just kind of want to see what's out there. They are just wanting to feel good looking at something when they really have no genuine interest in buying a franchise or finding their next career move. So I say relatively early in the process, after one or two phone calls, you're getting to know the person, bam, you want to have an application, you want to have a questionnaire. My positioning often is, if I'm the franchisor, I talk about, hey, we really want to be sure that you're a good fit for us and vice versa, that we're a good fit for you. Uh, and we only want to bring people into our organization and into our network if it's a good fit. And so we need to know this information. And I'm going to have an, a call with you, almost an interview format with you after I receive the application or, or after I receive your questionnaire. If you're a consultant, if you're a broker, 
uh, it's important, very similar uh, positioning, but you want to say, look, I, I, I have hundreds of franchise opportunities out of the thousands that are in the marketplace. How am I going to find the right one specifically or the right ones specifically to you if I can't get a little bit more information from you? So application questionnaire, use it. I'd say, you know, after the first call or two, you want to get into that space as a filter. If they're not willing to do it, say thanks. When you are willing to do it, come back to me, stick them in a drip system, et cetera. All right, second one is a very simple question. You know, about when do you think you'd like to be in business? What what are your thoughts? What's your plan? Should we find the right business for you? Or as a franchisor, should our business be the right business for you? When would you like to be in business for yourself? Because here's what happens, two, two big things. One is they have no idea how long it takes to go through a process, evaluate a brand, maybe get funding if they don't have the funding, go to an attorney. They have no idea that it's going to take them 100 to 120 days. It's going to take them probably four months from first interest to paying money, signing contracts. So if they say, ah, you know, not, you know, I'm probably not really interested in starting this business for four to maybe six months, I'd go, great. Let me tell you, it's going to take you probably four months to go through the process. And odds are, if you we find the right business for you, or if my business is the right one for you, you're going to be pretty excited at that stage to get started. So let's get started now, because that's exactly uh, the type of people we like to work with. That's exactly the timing we like to see. We like people that we're working with to want to be in business somewhere between three and six months out. So so that's a great way to position that uh, when you're asking the question. <clears throat> the other thing is, candidly, that life has circumstances. Um, and so some of the ones uh, I, I, you know, I've encountered that interrupt this, when would I like to start my business question, or when would I actually like to start my business? A um, couple of the situations can be, um, you know, we've got this summer, hey, it's uh you know, it's now April. We've got a June bucket list, 15-day vacation planned, uh, vacation of a lifetime planned. So obviously, I'm not going to get too serious before there. And I couldn't get something started, couldn't go to training, et cetera, whatever, until after that. And of course, while I'm away in the month of June, um, I'm not going to be spending a lot of time on my career chain. So you, you want to factor that in. And then you, your pace with them, your your, your drip, uh, your interface with them is certainly going to be different uh, based on what they've told you. Um, another one I always uh, look at is, uh, you know, hey, my, uh, uh, the one I've had is my, my uh, adult child is going off to school uh, and we're going to be taking them to school. You know, that's a minor blip. That's a week to two weeks kind of a thing. We want to spend more time with them before they go away to school. I'm literally physically taking them to school. Um, that's going to be another shorter term, but certainly something I've experienced. Um, another one, candidly, is a divorce. Um, I've I've uh, successfully maneuvered those waters uh, of making a sale, and he was a very, very good franchise partner in the long run. But in most cases, I'd say run from the people that tell you they're going through a divorce uh, because uh, they are not 
going to be able to make a decision. There's going to be legal issues of who owns the business, who has the rights. You don't want your spend all kinds of time with people and 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 then get get all kind of you know mucked up uh, in a divorce settlement because you sold them a franchise. And odds are, honestly, they're really not going to make the decision because they need to be focused on their life. So I would say, look, when your divorce gets settled, uh, when the dust has settled, uh, your mind is clear and you can really think about uh, your next career move. Um, let's get back together. I'll stay in touch with you. I will send you some information. Uh, but why don't you focus there? And I think, you know, most cases people will really respect that you care about them uh, and uh, that you're a trusted advisor. You're giving them good advice uh, and not not spinning their wheels and certainly not spinning your wheels. So application or questionnaire usage early on. Um, ask the simple question somewhere in the early you know weeks that you're working with someone about when would you like to start your business? Should we find the right company for you? And then the last one is to... Uh, is the spouse's involvement. We've all heard the phrase spouse aside. Um, you know, if you've been in uh, franchise development for more than uh, uh, more than a month, you know that spouses uh, are often one of the top three deal killers uh, in most franchise development. And it's something you can impact and it's something you can av mostly avoid depending on how you're handling uh, how you handle your recruitment process, or again, if you're a broker, how you handle that that uh, that engagement. Uh, so some of the, I would call these yellow flags. Um, one would be, they say that, you know, there's, you ask them about the spouse, is your spouse involved? What, what does your spouse think about what we're talking about? And if they say, well, I haven't really talked to her much, or I haven't really engaged the conversation with him yet, uh, until I find out more information. Okay, yellow flag, yellow flag. Another one could be um, uh, this, uh, you know, I, I always position in the first two weeks of working with somebody, I always position, look, very, very soon, uh, I'm going to want to chat with your spouse. Uh, I'm going to want to know they're on board. Uh, and I position it in a way that, you know, this is a person who knows you probably better than anybody else on the planet. Uh, your spouse and or your best friend, and and you want to bring them into a decision this large. I also inform my candidates that, hey, you know, let's face it, one of the um, stakeholders, if you will, that's most impacted by you making a decision to own your own business is going to be your spouse and your family. You need to engage them in this process. And I tell people right up front, you know, I'll work with you for a couple of weeks, but I'm not going to go down the road too far unless I'm confident you're engaged with them and that you bring them in so that I have the opportunity to be available to them. And then I will tell them certain places in my recruitment process as I'm explaining early on what the whole recruitment process looks like. I'm going to highlight a couple of areas where I think it would be great for them to pull their spouse in. It could be reviewing of the uh, application or reviewing of the questionnaire. Um, you know, there's a whole host depending on your, uh, on your recruitment process. So you wanna be sure, you wanna be watching for someone who's kind of running interference. You know, 
they're kind of keeping you away from their spouse. Because what, what that means is to me is, and, and in reality, I found is that they're truly, again, if they're discussing it with their spouse and they'll tell you, oh yeah, we've been talking about this. That's a very general, like, um, you know, honey, who have you been on the phone with these last couple of days? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm talking to this guy, um, uh, about businesses and, uh, uh, and, and that's, you know, and that's it. Uh, so, uh, it, it's, it's a very light, casual, non, not deep conversation with their spouse. That's what you're going to be. If they're saying they're talking to their spouse early on, that's most likely what's going on. And again, that's the kind of situation that's going to potentially kill your deal down the road. So I don't go very, very far. Um, there's two exceptions to this rule. But again, you want to be watching as you talk about spouse involvement. Uh, uh, again, on our topic here about a quali quality lead, uh, you want to see are there yellow or red flags about spouse involvement. There's two exceptions where I will work with someone where uh, where I'm not fully engaging with the spouse uh, early on. Uh, one is culturally. There are certain cultures whereby, I mean, that's just not what they do. And so um, so I still think, you know, because they're in America and, and, and so I still have seen situations where it, it can still come back and bite you. Uh, but I would be more sensitive to cultures whereby uh, the husband and the wife don't, you know, they don't make decisions the same way that you may make decisions with your spouse. And then the the other one that I've done that did not end up successful, candidly, was a very strong referral from a very, very close friend. Um, I tried to get the spouse engaged. Uh, we had at least twice where something kind of came up. Oh, she got stuck in traffic. Oh, we didn't realize that she had a doctor's appointment. Uh, and so I finally said to him, I'm there, look, uh, and I'll change the name to protect the innocent. Look, George, um, you know, the franchisors are going to want to talk to, to, to Sally. Um, and you, you've got to recognize that I'm okay with it because Harry referred you to me. So I trust your relationship with him and my relationship with him. So I trust you guys are, are conversing about it. I trust you recognize how important it is. I'm going outside of my system of not speaking with her directly. And I'm okay with that. But if we get to the place where I introduce you to franchisors, I want you to know that they will not most likely be as lenient as I am on this point because they don't have that relationship or that understanding with you. So use a questionnaire as a filter. Ask the question, when do they want to get in the business for themselves? And that might not be a bad lead. It just determines the, the pace that you're going to work with them. And of course, let's face it, we want to have a pace where people are making a decision in, in two to three to four months. So that simple question, when would you like to get into business for yourself? Should we find the right business for you? And then the last one is to watch for the flags, watch for the yellow and red lights on spouse involvement. Uh, if you are have someone that's not getting their spouse involved, odds are pretty good that that is not that great a lead 